0: is the mind body business show hello everyone and welcome 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 to the mind body business show oh my goodness i'm really excited tonight because there is a gentleman who is waiting in the wings who i get the absolute blessing of interviewing here tonight his name is jeff mendelson and he gets what it takes to put together a high-quality show. He is a podcasting expert, and I cannot wait to pick his brain. I love learning from others who do interview-style shows and who do podcasts and live video as much as the next person because it is the the way to get your business out there. It's a way to um, really get exposure for not only yourself but also for your guests, and I can't wait to hear Jeff's philosophies on his podcast journey what he does for people you're gonna love he's got a great service as well we'll talk a little bit about that Uh, before we bring him on which will be very soon the mind body business show i like to level set let you know what this show is about it is a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs and what i do is i interview successful entrepreneurs from literally all over the world i'm in southern california tonight jeff is in florida and it's phenomenal this technology that we all have and have had for some time it enables us to meet people from all over and learn from them. And the purpose of this show, the mission of this show is to extract the secrets in Jeff's beautiful brain, pull them out and let you know what they are, his secrets to success so that you can simply model what he has done to achieve his level of success. Because why reinvent the wheel? We we all try to do it. Entrepreneurs, we think we can do it all and we probably could. But why would we want to do it ourselves when we can model someone else and get The same thing done in one tenth of the time because we don't need to invent it and go through trial and error. That is one of the purposes of this show. And it's about what I call the three pillars of success. And those are the very words of the name of this show. One pillar is mind. And these came about as a result of my studying of only successful people over about a period of 10 years or so and these are people that i've met that became my mentors these are people that have been authors that i've never met before these have been other authors that may not be with us on this planet anymore but what i learned and things that kept bubbling to the top about all these successful people what made them more successful than Possibly me, <laughs> you know. What is it? What is what do they put on their socks, both feet at a time, and their pants? You know, they they jump into them instead of pull them up. What's the difference between them and me? And what I found is there isn't much of a difference. They just had these three things in common: mind, being, mindset. That uh, to a person, each and every successful individual that I studied had a very powerful, positive, and here's the most important part, yet flexible mindset. They worked on themselves. Extensively and then body that literally means that they took care of themselves physically either through well not either through but both through exercise and through nutrition and then business business is multi multifaceted and with business it requires that one masters a number of different skill sets in order to build grow and continue to scale a thriving business. And we're talking about skill sets like marketing, sales, team, bu- uh, team building, systematizing, leadership. Uh, I could just keep going. I could go for the rest of the show. I won't. <laughs> the good, the thing is, you know, to master any one thing in life, I mean, to master something, that, that would be like being an expert in something. And it's, what, 10,000 hours on average. Uh, you have to be focused on one certain thing before you're called an expert. Similar with mastering a skill set. The good news is you don't have to master all of these all by yourself. That's the beautiful part. The good news is if you just mastered one skill set, and it is one that I just mentioned a second ago, then you don't have to master all those other skill sets. In fact, you may not have the time in your life to master every skill set that's necessary on your own. If you just master this one skill set that's called leadership, then the rest can fall into place. And that happens because you simply can bring in those who have already mastered the skill sets that you have yet to and may never, master in your own life and so that's the beautiful thing it's about leveraging it's about learning it's about tossing with the ego it's about modeling other experts like jeff mendelson i cannot wait to bring him on and i can't wait for you to meet him and be a part and experience his brilliance and genius when it comes to podcasting he's a he's an amazing guy and i'm really excited to bring him on thinking and speaking of exciting another really great um attribute of very successful people is that to a person what I found is they are also very avid readers of books and with that I want to segue very briefly into a quick segment I affectionately call bookmarks
1: bookmarks born to read bookmarks ready steady read bookmarks brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com
0: All right, Jeff Mendelson is in the wings. He's coming in right after this quick segment, so do not go away. I kid you not; you do not want to miss this gentleman. Who is coming on? Podcasting expert extraordinaire. Reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Real quick, a, a quick stop or a pause, a break. Put the pe- uh, foot on the brake pedal for just a moment. You are going to be um, you're going to be seeing and hearing many resources on this show. It happens every single time. I know Jeff is going to be no different like reachyourpeaklibrary.com as one resource now a lot of people will want to go click away or go type it in the browser and check it out while the show is running because they're excited and they want to see what these resources are and there's nothing wrong with being excited and wanting to do that what i would caution each and every one of you to do is rather than do that is to simply write them down like on a notepad a you know a real life like piece of paper or even on your computer notepad whatever is most convenient and then visit them after the show is over and here's why i always say this the magic happens in the room i used to say this from stage all the time because i'm up there speaking i know when i'm getting to the part that could be the life-changing part for most people the juicy part and i'll see someone get up and walk out because they have to use the restroom or they got that all important text or phone call that just had to be taken at that moment and i would just implore of you not to take your attention away from jeff as he is talking here in just a moment because i would hate for you to miss that one moment that could potentially change your life forever for the better i've seen it happen too many times so off my soapbox real quick reachyourpeaklibrary.com it is a resource that i had put together and i'm not kidding you with you in mind it is there for you to peruse and pick out books that i personally have read and vetted so that you can at least be assured that the odds of you wasting your time are at least a little bit less (laughs) probably a lot less i hope and what you'll see here just an array of books as it scrolls by and they're in here in no particular order i just had them dropped in there my team put them in here as i finished reading them i said here's the next one put it in there and it's way behind there's a lot more books i need to throw in here but that being said there are plenty in here just grab the first one that you haven't read that looks compelling big boom oh i highly recommend that one and and just read it and look this isn't for the purpose of making money, this website. Uh, you can click on the buy here. I, I'll make a tiny, I don't even know what I make with Amazon. I haven't even tracked it. But you can go anywhere you want. Grab, Just grab the title, go search, grab it from your favorite location, go down to the bookstore, whatever is best for you. That's all this is for. It's a resource for you to go, hey, there's a little excerpt about it. That looks great. I need to go get back in, into reading, or I just need to get my next book read. I didn't start reading uh, avidly till. The age of 47, that was 10 years ago. So yeah, you can do the math. And I just found that it changed my life. That's all it did. So there it is, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Write that down, visit it after the show because very important, the reason we're all here is Jeff Mendelsohn who is coming on right now. Here we go.
1: It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, Trained, big league, qualified,
0: and there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only, Jeff Mendelson. Welcome to the show, so, Jeff. Well, How well. you doing, buddy?
1: Thank you so much Thank for having me, man. man. That was a great oh. intro.
0: Oh man, look at that background. I just love that background. So that tells you, folks, this guy's a pro. He's putting some time and effort. And you know, podcasting is typically audio only. And he's got all this for his video backdrop. So that tells me a lot about how much he cares about the quality of what he puts in. He's got what he calls his microphone graveyard behind him, which I thought was a really cool term. Uh, we were talking before the show. Uh, those are the microphones he's been through as he's building uh, his empire and getting, you know, improving. This is what we all do. I got lights that I didn't have when I started and all sorts of great stuff we were sharing before the show. Before we dive in, Jeff, I cannot wait to pick that beautiful brain of yours. Uh, A little bit of housekeeping first right over Jeff's left shoulder. It's to the right of the screen. If you're watching us on the Mind Body Business Show, there is a little stamp looking logo. It's called the Big Insider Secrets. That is there because they sponsor this show and they give us the ability to give away a five night vacation at a five star luxury resort in nearly anywhere in the world. And we get to give that away to one lucky winner. You have to stay here, be on live till the end and we'll show you how to enter. And we get to give this away every single show. Thank you to the Big Insider Secrets, Jason Nast, a dear friend of mine who's enabled that for us. And then a couple more. And I, I promise Jeff is coming to blow your socks off with his amazing, amazing value and content. Real quick. Here we go. So if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it, you might find it overwhelming, you might want a lot of the processes actually done for you while still enabling, enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Jeff Mendelson and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the carpet bomb marketing system is one that you'll learn how to absolutely master. It's the very service we use to stream our live shows right here and right now on the Mind Body Business Show. And over the course of the past, gosh, 10 years now, we have tried many of these, quote unquote, TV studio, live streaming solutions. And StreamYard, in my humble opinion, is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So you can start streaming high-quality, professional-looking live shows, you can actually start for free uh, with StreamYard. And instead of going there, write this down. ryp.im forward slash streamlive. Again, that's ryp.im forward slash streamlive. Write that down. Visit it after the show is over and check it out. Give it a whirl. Have some fun with it. And uh, here we go. We're going to bring back the amazing Jeff Mendelsohn. He is coming back. And we're going to give him the introduction. He's so aptly deserves, and then finally, finally, Brian's gonna let him talk. Yeah, it's gonna happen, I swear. All right, here we go. Today's guest is Jeff Mendelsohn, the host of the One Big Tip podcast. Jeff also runs a full-service digital marketing agency where he works with developing comprehensive digital marketing campaigns for startups to establish businesses, focusing on lead generation and ROI-based initiatives. Jeff is based in Miami, Florida, but works worldwide. Isn't that beautiful? We all get to do this. He helps entrepreneurs conceptualize, develop, and then execute all-encompassing digital marketing strategies, sales funnels, paid campaigns, and getting the right people and disciplines in place. With over 15 years of continuous digital marketing experience in all formats, Jeff is a wealth of information of what works and what doesn't in the digital marketing space and again welcome to the show my buddy jeff mendelson i know we just met but you're already my friend i appreciate you for coming on
1: thank you so much for having me man that was great
0: and and you know what i can account for a lot of what's in that already just by our talk before we came on the show jeff you know what you're doing we were talking about sound dampening materials and all kinds of great stuff microphones uh video like what streaming services we use all kinds of stuff in a very short period of time and it it came, became apparent to me very quickly that you know your stuff. And I appreciate you because you're like you're like a, a brother of mine that, that we were just separated from birth. I don't know what happened there, but um, I mean, the, the likeness is obvious, of course. But um, aside from that, <laughs> what I like to do first, Jeff, is I like to uh, go start by very gently picking away at your big, beautiful brain. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, being an entrepreneur is it can be quite challenging. It always is. Um, to t- truth be told, and it's not for everyone. It's only for those who have that flexibility as I was talking about in the opening of the show. And for me, my opinion is that we are either, our, our, our level of success is a direct relation to our mindset, you know, or our lack of success. And so for you, when you get up every morning, Jeff, and you know what lies ahead. You know that there were setbacks the day before that you need to a, a, um, address. You know that there are other future developments you need to take care of. There's a new client you need on board. With all these things going on, and not all of them, fun and rosy, what is going on in your big, beautiful brain that keeps you going strong, keeps you driven, that keeps you positive, that keeps you serving others day in and day out?
1: You know what's interesting about all that is you just have to do it. Right now, I know that sounds cliche and I know everyone's going to be like, ah, what a letdown!" Right. But, you know, truth be told, um, entrepreneurship was kind of forced upon me. Right. Uh, here's a fun fact. Go to my LinkedIn profile and look at any other company that I've worked for. They're all gone. All of them for one, my own. Right. None of them exist in their current form today. And what happened was I just, at some point, just got sick of being laid off, fired, transferred, you know, just all kinds of things. Like I would never last, you know, more than two, three years at any one corporation. And, you know, another thing was I would be working, you know, in an office and I would be one of those guys who would get all my work done at, by about 1130 in the morning. Right. And then you're like, Oh my God. Like now, what am I going to do? Thank (laughs) God for the internet. Because that's because then I started thinking like, okay, I got to teach myself HTML. I've teach myself WordPress. I've teach myself Linux. I've teach myself all these different technologies. I did it all on their dime. Right. Because anyone who walked by my desk while I was working in these jobs, it would be like, Oh my God, this guy, Jeff, like he's always banging away. Little did they know I was building my own future. Right. And I guess I just got to a point where, I was done building other people's dreams. Mm. Right. I, I just got really, I just got really frustrated. I know that there were like a couple of times I would go in and make a suggestion like, Hey, you know, we can, you know, why don't we build a CRM that does one, two and three? No, 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 Jeff, you're the customer service rep. Stay in your lane. And that just, that just pissed me. <laughs> you know, that just got me so mad, got me so bothered. And I was just like, you know, something fine. And, um, You know, at one point I got a client who, um, you know, was like my first $500 a month client, right. You know, and $500, you know, I was making a lot more than that, you know, salaried. Right. But the, the fact that, that it came out of a different source, right. And then I was able to, you know, do some more for my family and like, I, like I was doing it for me, not because It was auto magically appearing in my, uh, you know, in my bank account every two weeks, you know, from the job that was like, you know, something I like this. Right. And all I need is another 10 of these and I'll be able to replace my income, get another 20 of these. Oh my God. Like I'll be totally set. It will be life-changing. It will be, it will change my life. And it just got to the point where when I got fired for the last time, I was like, you know something guys, I'm out of here. Let me tell you something. I was running scared because I was like, who's going to support my Starbucks habit? Who is going to, who is going to pay my mortgage? Who is going to buy the diapers and the formula for my kid? And it was like, you know, like, I don't know. You know, I didn't have the answers to all those questions, you know, but I have been blessed, you know, to have, to have been able to continuously build and work on, uh, my own business, which is, uh, which has taken on various forms already, you know, in the past 15, 20 years, you know, it's like, I look at it, it's like, well, yeah, I was an SEO guy and then I was a paid ads guy. Then I was a website developer and now I'm a podcast strategist, you know? So it's like, you're constantly reinventing yourself anyways. Right. So might as well, might as well do something great with it. Right.
0: Mm may as well do something great with it. Did everybody hear that? I call that a bomb dropping moment if there ever was one. Already. Dropping smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom. Yeah, that's, oh my gosh, so many great things. Uh, And thank you for, gosh, for so much. Thank you for being one of the rare ones that has successfully peeled himself off of those golden handcuffs and, and found that liberation and freedom. Thank you for Admitting that you were scared because, yeah, it's scary as hell <laughs> when you don't know. When you work uh, at a corporation, you know every two weeks or whatever that a check is coming in. You know the amount. You know what you can budget for. When you get rid of those shackles, now it's like, oh, I either got to make what I made before to live the same lifestyle, or I got to figure out a way a, a way to make more. And in the beginning, you may make less. And it's like, how do you build this? Uh, being a corporate employee without the entrepreneurial skill sets yet. Uh, but the thing you did was very smart, uh, so much because you know you did your work, you got it done, you got what you were paid for, and then you worked on yourself. Um, and I think the company is more than happy that you finished the work that they paid you for. I don't see any issue with that. I would it's think, quick. right? Until they
1: fired you. Exactly. You did that too, so like, all right. <laughs> and something happened.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, like you were saying, hey, maybe we should try this. It, the thing with corporations, typically, that there are there are exceptions to the rule, but. You become an employee, you do what they tell you, when they tell you, where they tell you, how they tell you. It's like you have no creative freedom of very uh, just a tiny bit. Like you talk about Linux, you got freedom in how you write the software as long as it gets the results they're looking for. But other than that, all the requirements are written by them. you got to follow them. And it's just so it's it's not for everybody, once again, entrepreneurship. But I think it is for everybody in the fact that you can be free and liberated to do what you want, when you want, how you want. And call your own shots and it's up to you whether you you fail or succeed
1: period you know i want to interject something with what you just said it's not about knowing knowing everything i am not a linux expert i'm not an html expert i'm not a css expert fancy myself a wordpress expert now but like okay i'm sure some other people can run circles around me right but i'm not i'm not a real expert in any of these things you know thank god for upwork Because as long as you can articulate what it is that you need, there are experts out there that will get it done for you, right? Now, you know, I was always in, you know, like uh, technology types, pre-sales, engineering roles, things like that. So I knew a thing or two about how to write a specification, right? So I knew, you know, like you don't just go and say, hey, it's broken. No, it's not just broken. Like, you know, here's the problem. Here's what's supposed to happen. Here's what's not happening. And here's what it should do. Right. So I knew how to write all that, you know, very concisely and to the point. So what happened was instead of me fussing around with trying to move a pixel five, you know, so uh, in image, five, uh, pixels to the left, I was like, I-, I don't have time for this. It'll take me an hour to figure it out. Go hire somebody. Yep. Right. And that, that was the first thing. So one of the books that, uh, you, you know, from your bookshelf, the four hour work week, I think everyone has read that at that point, that, that book changed my life, right? Because I was looking at it, I'm it, like, wait a second, you can, you can really do this. And I knew a thing or two about, about outsourcing before I'd already done it. I'd done it to India. I'd done it near shore. I'd done it onshore. you know, all this stuff. And I, I was thinking about it like, yeah, I could just expand this a little bit. All I need to do is get is establish a great relationship with somebody and, you know, the magic will take care of itself. You know, I have this one, guy in India. He lives in Calcutta. I've never heard his voice, right? He will not get on Skype with me. He will not WhatsApp with me. He will only communicate with me through email, but I'll tell you what happens. Um, he, I I give him something to do and the next morning Eastern time it's done. Right. And it got to the point where I'm like, you know something, dude, I'm going to, you know, let's work something out. I am going to pay, you know, I had to explain to him the whole concept of not working hours for dollars, but I'm going to put you on a retainer, right? Whether I give you zero work or whether I give you a bunch of other work, like the minimum you're going to charge, you're going to charge me a minimum every two weeks. And here's what happened. Guy invited me to his sister's wedding, right? Because he knew that he could count on that money from me, whether I gave him a lot of work or a little bit of work. Cause you know, the work's not always steady. Right. You don't want to get into a point where you're hiring people and you're paying these, uh you, uh, you know, you're paying to keep them on retainer type thing. He was perfectly happy with that arrangement. And the thing is, is that it was a godsend for him because he knew that he could count on it, you know, every two weeks that, you know, I was going to pay him at least something. And that peace of mind, you know, for him was great for him and his family, it was great for me because he could handle all of that technical stuff that. I that would take me a couple hours to figure out but it will take me only a few minutes to write up a spec to tell them okay I got to move this got to move that and it it just gets done and once you master that that you you know then you realize it's not you know it's not the how it's it's the who you know who is going to do this you know building a sales funnel yeah I know how to build a sales funnel I can build it in active campaign click funnels go high level you know in any one of these tools am I the right person to do it Hell no. You know, you got to bring in, you got to bring in the right person to do it, you know, give them the tools that they need and let them shine. They are going to have a much clearer head for it because at the end of the day, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, you know, I have a million things that are, that are competing for my time and doing those types of jobs, they require focus. Right. And then focus is something, you know, You know when my uh, when my OCD kicks in, you know, like I can tune out the world, and you know, then nothing gets done, and then I blow three hours, you know, on two lines of CSS, and it's like that is not (laughs) use of my time. So I go and I so when I go and hire it out, you know, like you build a great team, and one of the one of the things that I loved doing, this was pre COVID, by the way, uh, was to try was to try to visit and meet each one of these people that I was working with in person, right. So you know and that's that's brought me to some really great you know places around the world. you know I had the bandwidth to do it and I had the laptop and the, like I got really good with uh, you know swapping out SIM cards and all that. And it would take me to some really great places like Argentina, like Uruguay, Israel, Eastern Europe, you know, and just go and meet with these people. And what happens is that once you break bread with somebody, when they're not this, when they're not this three inch screen, you know, this three inch thumbnail on your screen, when they're actually a, you know, a a living, breathing person and you bought them lunch or you had a beer with them, oh my God, they're your friends for life. Right. And they will do anything for you. And what happens is that if you can make that happen, that is going to be the absolute, you know, that's the end game, right? Then these people will be with you for years. And those are the types of relationships that I try to cultivate. I, I usually see my team more than I see my clients, right? Cause my clients are also dispersed, you know, and if I have a chance to go visit them in person, yeah, of course I'll take it. Right. But I think the more important one is, you know, if you're paying it in the Philippines, you know, to make a trip out of it. First of all, it'll be life changing to see how the other half lives, right? And B, you will make such a huge, outsized impression on the people that you are uh, that you are working with. They will be your friends for life.
0: Those are all fantastic tips and advice. My gosh, and yeah, it. What can you remember? I mean, I'm thinking about it now. Can you remember that moment? when you got the help. So when you first get the help, you're still kind of in that rut in the row of doing everything yourself for a little bit. And then it finally hits you that moment. Like, you know what? I don't have to say no every time someone asks me if I want to, you know, build this extra thing for them. It's like, I have help. It's an aha moment. You go, holy, I had this happen for me personally. A woman asked if I would uh, convert all of our websites from infusion, I call it confusion soft over to uh the go high level platform and at that moment it hit me i said yes okay i'll go and then i went and i found out how long leak they gave me an estimate how long it would take i took that marked it up a little bit and said here's the price if you want it let's do it and what was that for you what was that
1: and then they said yes
0: oh of course yeah they had to because they were they were you know under my they were working in my uh, i was paying them
1: <laughs> right so
0: i I go through what's called a VA agency, which is really cool. They have a great model. I get a primary VA, but anytime it goes outside of her skill set, because I don't have every skill set in the world either. No one, no one person does. They, I just go to a manager they assign to me and they drop in a different VA while my primary continues to work. The other one does the special work. And I had at 1.4 of them and I thought, oh my God, my mind was blown. I said, this opened the door to possibility. And I said, I don't ever have to say no if I don't want to. Uh, it won't ever have to be due to the fact that I don't have enough personal time to do it. Just like you said, write the spec. I do that through video. I just do a video on Camtasia and or Loom. Other people know it by Loom and I talk into it. I don't write anything. I mean, rarely anything. And all I do is like, if you can follow these instructions, you can make this work. And it, it works.
1: Wonderfully. You know, you hit on something interesting is that, uh, you know, you learn that you don't have to say no anymore right? Where you can, uh, where you really can, if somebody asks you something, you know, and sometimes I even train my clients this as well. It's like, listen, anything you ask me, you know, anything you ask me, the answer is yes. Right. You know, it's like, can it be done? Yes. Of course it can be done. You know, then it becomes time and effort. Right. So how much time and how much effort and how much are you willing to pay for it? Right. You know, I'm being a little facetious. Right. But at the same time, you know, the, your greater danger comes from, saying yes, too many times to clients, because when you have those PETA clients, you know, a PETA client, right? <laughs> right. I'm going to open first on the show, the pain in the arse, uh, clients, right? <laughs> right. You know, you want to make sure that you're not saying yes too many times to those types of clients because they will sap your energy. Because at the end of the day, one of the, th- one of the things as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs, one of the hardest things to push off your plate is account management right? So if you cannot, so if you are the end person who takes that phone call each and every time and, they, and they're going to be chewing you out every time and, and they're going to be less than enthused with working with you, or they're the type of clients who, who thrive off of creating conflict as opposed to creating solutions, you need to fire them quick because they will sap your energy. I know so many times that, uh, you know, where I took on a client and they were just really hard to work with and they just didn't go by the rules. And they just didn't, you know, something it, it, there, were, there are only two times I needed to write a check back to the client. Right. I'm, like, I'm just like, you know, something, I'm sorry, this is a big mistake. Wrote a check five minutes later, I get a phone call. I got a new client for even more than I just lost. Right. Happened to me twice. And you know, it's, it's just that good karma. It's just that good. Um, you know, it's a, it's freeing up that positive energy because you need to be very, very protective of your energy, because you need that not only to show up for your clients, you need to show up for yourself, you need to show up for your family and you need to show up for these, you know, for these VAs that you're now employing, right? You know, they're, they're relying on you to keep them busy as well. So you have a lot on your shoulders that you need to think about as you're pushing that forward. Right. And if you don't have a good system in place, you will sap your energy to say the least.
0: Yeah, and I've had so many discussions about that very topic. Where you know, a bad client can be like a cancer to your business because they, they literally start eating away at your time, like you're saying, Jeff, and your resources and your emotion. <laughs> oh my God. And so, over this course of time, I've learned so many different things. And one is, I spend a good deal of time getting to know a client before I'll bring them on. I I have a big ticket item myself, and I don't want that kind of client uh, to keep haranguing me and so i actually do a one hour free coaching call with no sales pitch whatsoever and the whole purpose of it is to give them value ask answer their questions in the arena that i'm expert in and at the same time i'm discerning whether or not i even would want to work with them if it came to that it doesn't always come to that but if it did i know pretty much in that hour whether or not this would be an ideal client or not and i'll just be able to i'm prepared to say no The second, if they do say, hey, I'd like to work with you, it's like, you know, I don't think you're quite ready. I'll let them down easy. And I've done that. Uh, That helps a lot to avoid after the fact. Now you got someone who starts griping and is like, I don't have to fire them because I did the pre-work up front, which you just learn by going through that hell that everyone goes through when you have that client that sucks your whole life dry. Uh, It's like, I don't want that to ever happen again. So I'm going to figure out a way to make it not. And there's other ways to do it. You can do onboarding forums where you can get an idea of their mindset and other things by their answers uh, before going forward. That's, that's the one thing that it's, I find a lot of entrepreneurs, including yours truly have difficulty doing sometimes is, Is actually saying no especially to a brand new client they have a heartbeat they have a credit card with room on it and it's difficult to say no it used to be now i'm like uh -uh. uh-uh. i'm gonna i'm very picky and choosy wished that i'd always been that way from day one because of everything you just said jeff (laughs) going through those kind of things it's like no thanks no thanks i don't like doing that so what are you up to today you you do so many things you're uh You've got digital, a full-service digital marketing agency. You're a podcast expert, uh, coach as well. What is your uh, what is what's moving your fun needle right now, and paying the bills, and all that good stuff for you right now?
1: You know, uh, I I had a podcast like six seven years ago, got up to five episodes. So I don't know if that quite qualifies, right? But it's still up. you can you can find it. I'm not going to tell you where it is, but you know, but you can find it. And, um, you know, I always had this little, you know, you know, tickle you on the back of my head that, you know, I want to do this again, you know, and part of this came, you know, from wanting to leave a legacy. Right. Because a lot of the work that I was doing was, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing client work. Um, you know, some of it's high ticket, some of it's lower ticket, you know, I, I try to mix it up simply because, you know, like, you know, they both have different, uh, retention rates. Right. So, uh, for example, I, do, I, I also do website hosting, right? We talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. You can't necessarily buy hosting for me, right? If you want to buy hosting, you know, go, please go to GoDaddy. The only hosting that I do is with clients that I have already worked with, right? So right now I'm hosting about 100 domains. And what's cool about that is, you know, website hosting, you know, this is just one of many types of uh, revenue streams is that it's very sticky. Right. When someone wants to take their website and go somewhere else, please go for it. You know, it's all yours, you know, but then they have to hire another expert and who knows if they're an expert or not. And then they, you know, it's just dot, 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 dot. And it's really, really hard for them. And like, you know, something I'll keep on paying you the 50 bucks. Right. And what happens is that, you know, when you get uh, you know, when you get a hundred clients paying you 50, you know, $50 a month, it's you're not going to retire from it. Right. You still have to give good service. Right. So, but it's there, but let me tell you, you know, those types of, of, of low impact, uh, recurring contracts, you know, they will keep you from having a disastrous month versus a bad month. Right. Because there's still something coming in and you're not totally dependent on, you know, the three whale clients that most entrepreneurs typically work with. You know, they get like the, you know, they get the, the two to three, um, you know, seven, $10,000 a month clients, and then they have a bunch of smaller ones. But what happens is that that's a really dangerous position to be in. Right. So to answer your question, what, uh, what am I doing? Right. Is that I am, um, you know, I'm shifting all of that. One of the things that I learned, you know, over the, over these past two and a half years with my podcast is this is the ultimate lead lead gen tool. It's the ultimate networking tool. Right. And the analogy I give is this Brian, if I was to meet you at a traffic and conversions conference or a funnel hacking live or take your pick of whatever conference, you know, we can now go to, right? I would probably get a minute and a half of your time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we'd smile, shake hands, hey, I saw you over here. Da, da, da. Hey, the, you know, nice thing you here's my business card. Right. With a podcast, especially an interview type podcast, what happens? You invite them onto the show, you you get to know them on a more intimate level, right? And Brian and I haven't met before today, but you know he's been shadowing me for the past couple of weeks. I've been shadowing him for the past couple of weeks. You know we've been sort of cyber stalking each other. Not ashamed <laughs> to say it, right? You know, but at least it, you know, but I but I found a new you know a new respect for what it is that uh, for what it is that Brian's doing on the show, right? And what happens is. You know, now that we have a chance to talk and we have a chance to, you know, the personalities really come out, right? I know my personality is toxic to one out of 10 people, right? I know it, accept it, move on, right? But, you know, what happens is that the fact that I can sit here and, you know, we can nerd out on all these different marketing concepts and how to, and how to do that, that is really energizing, right? It's, it's really great. And what happens is that, you know, if I would have met you at a show, I probably would have got, you know, a minute and a half of your time. Now I got you for over an hour, right? So this is my hour to make you totally impressed with everything that I have to offer, right? And the way I look at it is that if I do a if I do a podcast interview with somebody and that person does not end up doing business with me or me doing business with them, the worst case scenario the absolute worst case scenario the worst thing that happened in that hour is that we made great content that's the worst right imagine what the best case scenario is right all of a sudden brian's just like you know something jeff i want to hire you because you know my team's not uh you know my team's not cutting it and i see how how fast you're doing it it's like oh my god like look at look at all those processes you have in place look at that i got to get in on that right and that's what happens Right. Is that, you You know, when you're bringing all these people on, so you need to be really intentional about, uh, you know, about starting a podcast. I, I, you know, I admire people that can, you know, that do start podcasts and maybe do solo shows, you know, things like that. That's great. But how are you meeting new people? Right. And if there's one thing that COVID taught us out of anything, right, is that, you know, no one really wants to go to conventions anymore. You know, they, you know, they, uh they do, they want to get out of the house, but no, nah, no, you don't. I get so much more runway. I get so much more FaceTime by doing this as opposed to, you know, shaking hands with someone at a shaking hands with someone at a convention. It just doesn't, you, you know, it just doesn't get me excited anymore. Who wants to go conventioning and get all those little trinkets and, you know, and <laughs> squeeze toys. And, you know, I have a little, um, you know, I have all my badges, you know, uh, hung up over here, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, the ability to put, you know, to bring new ideas and to talk with people. Cause all it takes is one idea. Right. Yep. And what happens? You put a microphone in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks you're an expert, right? Who was I to start a podcast? What did I bring to the table? Right. You know, fun fact, I used to stutter when I was, when I was in high school. Right. You know, it's like, and that stuck with me when I was coming up with this concept. I was like, why, like, who am I to start a podcast? Right. Hated the sound of my own voice. I obsessed over every little detail. I went to Best Buy. Here's something, you know, I went to Best Buy here in the U S and I bought every microphone, (laughs) right? A, because you can, you can go and return them. Right. You know, but I bought every microphone because I knew that there had to be something, you know, like each one sounded a little bit different. And I would go and I'd plug them in one by one and I would obsess over and, blah, 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 blah. and then I was like, you know, something The hell with this. You just got to go. You, you just got to start. Just got to start. And please don't do this. Everybody who's listening, please do not go and listen to my first 10 episodes of my podcast. Right. They're out there. <laughs> right. But please do not do it. They're bad. You know, they really suck. They're just You're like, I, I I cringe just thinking about them. Guess what? You know, two and a half years later, 300 interviews later, I learned a thing or two about a thing or two. Right. And I've gotten a lot more comfortable with, you know, with being in front of the camera and talking with people. And, you know, it's like still to this day, if I had to do a solo show, oh, my God, it'll take me. It'll take me two hours to get a paragraph out edgewise. Right. But put someone else in front of me? Dude, we can go all night.
0: Yeah, it serves both sides. I mean, you you are so astute. You know exactly what works. I I do a, a advanced live video masterclass every 3 weeks called peakmasterclass.com. Anyone who wants to go check it out? peakmasterclass.com. They're free, 100% free every 3 weeks and I talk about a lot of what you just said. One was I had a gentleman by the name of Seth Green uh, I was on his podcast and then he was a guest on this show as well. He partnered with the one and only Kevin Harrington, who is one of the original sharks from the hit show shark tank. And, you know, responsible for the ad scene on tv.com empire. I have met him several times in person, amazing dude, but Seth was a partner and it was just Seth and I, and Seth said something. They had done over 700 podcasts by this point together. Some of them were together. Most of them were Seth. Um, And, they said that uh, what Seth had to say was quite compelling. And that was that it's not about the vanity numbers. It wasn't about the likes, the loves, the shares, the reviews, the five stars and all that. It was about the relationships they built with the guests, you, the interview, the the guests, the person, the people that's coming on that you're interviewing. And it's also the cross-pollinization of expanding the exposure because you are also, they are sharing you with your, with their tribe and vice versa. And, it's just a beautiful thing it's the right way to go interview style on occasion it's okay to go talking head that's what i call it uh, solo um i've only used that when i guess it's canceled and i'd had a prepared material that was an hour long i just do another master class or i do something that was appropriate uh, but typically from every vantage point it's from you establishing a relationship whether you do business together or not i don't look at it that way it's there i strategically bring in guests that could potentially be a client someday uh, but I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm I'm worried about lifting you up, Jeff, giving you exposure, raising your excellence and um, and your your genius, and extracting it so others can utilize what you've said, and establishing a relationship with you. Uh, and at the end of the show, oftentimes uh, I don't look at it this as my business. My show is never my business. I look at it as a relationship builder. And there are times when the guest who comes on, I become a client of theirs. It's not always that they are gonna gonna become.
1: A yeah, you saw that right that I dropped there, right? You saw that it was pretty meta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and, know, I, and- I, you know, I want to share something. I want to share something with your uh, with your audience. Um, I if I was to obsess over the vanity numbers, I <laughs> I would a be a nervous wreck, right? <laughs> and I probably would have stopped this after about um, you know after about six episodes, right? Cause I would have been really frustrated. i like, and I just made a promise myself. I am not going to look at the numbers and guess what? I have no idea how many downloads I have. I have no idea how I rank. I don't subscribe to Chartable, Right. I don't do any of that. And, um, a, you know, I'm a little bit more calm because of it. <laughs> right. I also don't, um, you know, only one person. Out of the 300 people that I've invited on my show, only one person asked me about my audience size. Okay. And I threw some BS number out there just simply because I was embarrassed because I did, I didn't want to go and check it out. And whatever number I threw out didn't impress him. So he didn't book. Guess what? Good riddance, right? (laughs) Because I didn't want anybody like that on my show anyways. And what happens is that, you know, once you get on those podcast directories like Podmatch and, uh, you know, Guestio and podcastguest.com, you know, all those, all those places, right? What happens is that, you know, there are some pretty heavy hitters that frequent those directories as well, right? So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I w- uh, you know, I interviewed, um, you know, a CEO of a, of a $70 million a year um, tech company. Right. I interviewed the former CSO of eBay. Right. I interviewed maybe like five or six VCs, you know, and I'm just thinking like, why are these guys talking to me? Right. I, even if I would have met them on the street, you know, and these are people that even if I would have met them at the show, they would have been, you know, I'm not talking to this guy, they wouldn't have given me the time of day, but since there was a microphone in front of my face, Yep. Guess what? They gave me an hour of their time and I have their cell phone numbers and I have their direct emails and I have a way to get back to them. And all of them will remember my name because we, we created some great content that day. Right. So, you know, with, uh, you know, the bottom line with this is that you really, uh, you know, everyone says like, there's no better time to start. You know, you can start podcasting with your, you know, with your cell phone. Yes. All of that is true. Right. You know, you can, right. But you know, take a look at my graveyard. That's about you know five hundred dollars worth of equipment back there that you know I don't use anymore. But they're insanely well de- well designed, which is why they're part of my backdrop now, right? And they're not sitting in a drawer. But what happens is that you know when you like when you get this, like I you know I went, I think I went through kind of a dark period, you know, with Love for, and I, I and I it's got to be within like the first forty episodes that I produced, where I was just like. Why am I giving these people a platform? Why am I doing this? Right. And at first I was just like, I just want to speak with interesting people. Right. Unfortunately, speaking with, speaking with interesting people doesn't pay the bills, right. You know, because you know, it costs money to produce all this, right. You know, you, you know, you got to pay the fees for Streamyard, You got to pay the fees for, you know, for the hosting and you know, all the other equipment that you have, you know, you got to pay for internet, you know, like this is a business, right. You have to make sure that you're doing that. So it felt like free work, right? Until, you know, like I was talking, I was talking with a friend of mine and he's like, oh my God, you have access to all these great people. What the hell are mm-hmm. you doing with that? And that's when everything just shifted 90 degrees, mm-hmm. right? And then okay. I was like, okay. okay, wait a second. I I am talking to all these great people. These people are coming to me. I'm not sourcing them. I'm not chasing anyone down. I am not begging anyone to come on the show I actually have a process you know there's a filter you need to go through in order to be on my show and I'm kind of particular I'm not that particular right but you know I'm kind of particular of who I'm bringing on the show and you know these people that supposedly have less have more money and you know in less time than I do you know are taking the time to fill out my funnel to get onto the show and to spend an hour with me right that in and of itself is absolutely mind bo- mind-boggling to me right and it still floors me to this day when i go and i look at some of these people i'm like why like why would you do that yeah because i'm freaking awesome that's why you know and uh, we're making great content that's why you know and you know i can tell you great stories about all these people that you're uh, you know that you're um you know that you're scrolling through right now these are all amazing people that i never would have had the chance to meet otherwise and i think that that is the part that it's just like oh my god it just floors me every single time i think about it
0: and i'm gonna do it again because it's all because of you my buddy another bomb dropping moment You're seeing so many things that are so near and dear to me that are so spot on. Everything you said, it is about the relationships, the people you're going to meet, process involved, strategy for bringing additional people on, which um, I have a strategy that organically brought me none other than the great Les Brown on my show. And at that point, I'm like, who am I to have Les Brown? Same thoughts you were having. It's like, well, hey, who am I not to, you know? And... That resulted in us having phone calls one-on-one, two of them after the show was over, continued and forming joint venture partnership and stuff like that, that I never would have ever conceived happening had I not done the same thing that you're talking about, Jeff, and that this is a live video show that gets repurposed in a podcast. It's a similar type of approach. Uh, it, it's, there's a lot of similarities between live video and audio podcasting, if that's where you start at. And yeah, the, the my God, the benefits are, Immense, <laughs> and a lot of people will think, like, you know, the, those thoughts that were going through your head, like, why am I doing this? Um, and everyone goes through these thoughts at some point, uh, for sure, because there are those slow moments. I still to this day have those thoughts creep in. I've been doing this particular show for over three years, and on occasion, I'm going, Man, do I really want to continue doing this? and then the next Five minutes go by, and I smack myself in the head and said, "Heck yes, this is awesome! I get to meet amazing people like Jeff. I get to meet amazing people like Les Brown and others that are multimillionaires." That what I've learned is, wealthy people are actually fantastic, wonderful, amazing people, and they got wealthy because they served others. That's why they got there. Um, there are bad apples for sure, but you know, wealthy people are painted in such a horrible light. It's just, it's been such a wonderful ride and journey, and I don't, I don't plan on giving up anytime soon. Because of I learned more than anybody else by doing this podcast, this show. I get I am the most blessed person on the planet. I learned so much. I learned something from you already, Jeff, with the, the wind suck on your microphone and things that we were talking about before we even started the show. And the beautiful LED arrays behind you with that perfect. Look at that sunrise right over your head. That's just awesome for those of you watching live. By the way, if you're not watching live, you should be. Why? Because you can comment and ask questions of our guests like Jeff. And to do so, you just go to the themindbodybusinessshow.com and hit any of the buttons that say where and how to watch, and they'll take you straight to a registration form. And guess what? We're going to give you a gift of worth $100 just for registering. How's that? All we're going to do is remind you of the show coming up. We're not going to pitch you or, or, uh, sell you anything. So go ahead and do that. The mindbodybusinessshow.com. Don't forget the word dot in front. A lot of people forget that. And, uh, just hit one of those buttons and register and get on and, and comment live with us. I'll put your name up in lights. You get more exposure as well. It's just a win, win, win for everybody in so many ways. But Jeff, my God, you're so astute. Um, I just, I just looked at the clock. So what I want to do, uh, Jeff also has a gift uh, to give away. Besides the vacation stay I talked about, you see that up there, the big insider secrets. We also have a vacation stay to give away from any. Oh, my goodness. I should bring this up on the screen. I'll do that l- a little bit later. Um, we don't have much time, though, and I want to get to the man, the myth, the legend himself and I want to give you the opportunity to talk about this wonderful gift that you have for folks as well. And we'll do that in just a second as I punch in what I wanted to punch in. That's not it. So um, one of the things I love to do uh, because we're getting close to the end, I'll just bring it up now, Jeff, is I love to ask a specific question to end every show with. And the reason is, is because when I first started doing it, kind of by chance, Uh, It was just one of those listed in the list you got to choose from. I realized that the answers were just profound and they were kind of mind-blowing. I'm like, wow, I think I'll end every show with this question. I'm glad I did. And they're very, uh, they can be personal, uh, but they're always very, very profound in the answer. And so I can't wait till we get to that point where I ask you that big, heavy hitting question. And so that I give us time for that. I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know who's still with us on here live, how to how to win, enter to win, that five night stay at a five star luxury resort, compliments of the big insider secrets. Get out your pencil or pen and your pad of paper, because you'll want to write this down. You do not want to miss this last question, and you don't want to miss Jeff's gift. So stick with us, we still got more to go, but here it is, I'm gonna put it up on the screen for you. those of you watching live. What you want to do is write this down. You'll want to go to ryp.im forward slash vacation all lowercase RYP that stands for reach your peak. My company RYP dot forward slash vacation. Write that down. You have plenty of time. You don't have to go running away and entering and enter your information right now because, you know, we'll I'll look at this. i have my team look at it in an hour or two after the show's over. We'll award the winner by random draw. So don't sweat it. You have plenty of time. Write it down because you want to stick around for what Jeff has to offer. And, do you want to give that away right now, Jeff? Do you want to talk about that now? Or do you want to wait till yeah, your question it, it
1: it it. Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: Let's do it now, he says. And I say, let's do it now, too. Here we go. All right, go ahead. Take it away, uh, Jeff. I'll uh, drive if you like. Tell me where to go.
1: Yeah, so basically what what I'm about is helping agencies, startups, and coaches target their audiences, right? So for me, it's all about helping you create a mechanism so that you can interview your best clients using, you know, without ads, without a prior list and to really get your name out there and create an avalanche of content, you know, each and every time, you know, because all of you know each appearance, you know, my shows are much shorter. You know, they're about, they're about 15, 20 minutes in length. We can, we can repurpose at least 15, 20 pieces of content out of it. We, regularly write thousand word blog posts. We create social media assets, you know, audiograms, all that neat stuff. One of the things that is really interesting about, uh, about a podcast is that, you know, like I said, put a microphone in front of your face. People want to talk to you. People will break down your doors in order to talk to you. So, um, I, my motto is to pay it forward. So I have done so many free discovery calls right? Where, you know, most people buy, but the ones that don't usually come away with so much, with so much additional, uh, uh, with so much additional thing. The dog's really nervous. Hold on one second. Yep. All right. Let him out. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wife just came home anyways. So, uh, you know, I love paying it forward and I love being able to show people how this can work. And I do it in a way that you know something, you don't want to do it with me today. No problem. You know, I know that I'm going to make such an impression upon you that, you know, whether you're ready six months or two years from now, I've had people that have come back to me five years later and it's like, Hey, Jeff, I remember that conversation I had with you and you were great. And you told me how it was. And you told me not to spend money with other people and not to do this until I was ready, but now I'm ready and let's do it. And, that's what I'm, uh, you know. That's what I'm giving away. So I am very free with my time, right? So you just go over there, click on apply now, you know, and let's set up a call, you know, and let's see if this is something, you know, that you can do. I work with, um, uh, I work with established businesses that know that they have to create content and they have to create value. And the fact of the matter is with all these sales calls that you're doing and all these discovery calls that you're doing, you're going to be talking about them anyways, you're going to be having these conversations. Why not record it and share it with the world so that you can get it out there and just really make it happen. So please feel, you know, go to agents, you know, so going to make you the podcast superhero, which is why you have all the superheroes behind me on the display. And, you know, let's talk is, uh, you know, is basically what it is. Uh, You'd be surprised how easy it is for you to set this up and get people within your, you know, within your target audience to talk to you uh, and to ultimately become clients.
0: I love it. I love what you're doing. I love what you're about. So for everyone that's listening, that's agents of pod.com so that's a g e n t s o f p o d.com write that down head on over to that website scroll down a little bit till you see a button that says apply uh apply today click on that it'll just drop you down to the bottom of the page where that form is you can read everything on that page if you like uh and then fill it out and you can tell that, you know, this guy is just a big old teddy bear. He's not going to bite. Uh, he can't because he won't be sitting next to you when you get on that call. So that's a good thing. But he won't bite you even if he could. He's a, a wonderful human being. Uh, he's been a fantastic guest. I hope I get to get the opportunity to be on your show. I'm just going to throw that out there. That'd You're going to have
1: to. Cool. That, bro. All
0: right. I love it. I, I'll, I will do what I Wherever that filter is, show me where it is. I'll, I'll uh, run through it. Let's see. I want to get that going. Cool. And so. I promised that we'll end the show with that big question. Before I do that, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you, Jeff?
1: You know, um, LinkedIn is a great, uh, you know, it's very easy to find me there. Um, also, I have a website, jeffmendelson.com. That's where you, that's the home base for the podcast. You can see a little bit more about the coaching and mastermind that I, uh, that I host, uh, you know, basically between that, you, you know, uh uh, either filling out one of those forms and reaching out, or connecting with me on LinkedIn. I'm 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 always posting there, so you know just uh, you know please reach out and say hi. You'd be surprised on just how much value you can get from one from one phone call. So
0: it's amazing, isn't it? So Jeff Mendelson. That's J-E-F-F-M-E-N-D-E-L-S-O-N dot com. Head on over there uh, to connect with Jeff, or by the same name, find him on LinkedIn. And you can see his handsome mug up there. I'm sure it looks something similar to what you see right now. If you're watching this on video, that's pretty awesome, huh? All right. So made a lot of ballyhoo about this big question, Jeff. Um, Here's the thing with it is there is no such thing as a wrong answer. Uh No such thing. In fact, the exact opposite is true. The only correct answer is yours. Mm -hmm. And that is all that makes it personal is that it is going to be unique to you. I've been doing this for a long time now, and no two people yet, no two people yet, have answered it the same way. So it's unique to you. You may, you may have the answer like that, or it may take a few moments. Either way, it's just perfect because it's your answer. There's no stress, no pressure of any kind, other than the fact that you're going, okay, Ryan, what the heck is this question already? So, (laughs) with that, are you ready? Okay, he's ready. Here we go. Jeff Mendelson, how do you define success
1: uh, you had to ask that one right so success it's not fleeting fleeting is not the right word I think it 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 morphs and it change it, it, it's like a changeling right? Where sometimes you can feel successful just for waking up in the morning. sometimes you can feel successful just for scratching off those 10 things off your off your to-do list. Some people feel success because you know they reached a monetary goal. Um, the way you feel success, frankly, is having the grace to allow yourself the opportunity to not be successful. Think about it. What happens is, you know, like we all got this far, right. You know, I, you know, you said your age, I'm 50 years old, you know, I did something right to make it here. Right. And I did something right to be able to, to, to be able to be certified unemployed in the past 15 years. Right. And you know, the being able, you know, in not all of that time was this linear you know, progression of being more and more successful. There were a lot of ups and downs and sideways and heartache and and joys and and amazing experiences and boring experiences and all kinds of stuff. Right. But what happens is that the way you, you interpret your success and you allow yourself to frankly, not be successful all day, every day is probably the best way to define it because you know i gotta tell you sometimes i wake up in the morning and i'm just like i don't want to do this i don't want to wake up i I just no it's like you know it doesn't feel right you know and you you know when you're working for yourself you know yeah i can ask the boss you know can i take a day off yeah sure go for it (laughs) right you know i live in florida there's a pool you know 10 meters away from my house you know so you know you can go do that you know there, there there are lots of ways for you to you know, take your liberties and, you know, decompress. Some people read, you know, other, others play video games for a long time. For me, I did a lot of travel therapy, right. You know, just take my laptop and go work out of a Starbucks in another city for a week, you know, things like that. So if you are blessed enough to be able to do that, then by my definition, you are already successful. And you know that's, and to allow yourself the grace to recognize that th- that this that you may not have hit you know that big hairy monetary goal that you wanted, but you were able to take off for a week, you know, go hang out in, in a we work in Mexico City for a week and just work from there, and you know because you can, that is success, in my book.
0: Mm, you know what's coming, don't you? Oh, yeah. Once again, smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom, lots and lots and lots of wonderful, beautiful bombs. I <laughs> love it. Yes, that is Jeff Mendelsohn, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Jeff. You've been an absolute joy to interview. I, I cannot tell you uh, this has been a, a real, real hoot for me personally. You brought on some incredible value uh again another unique answer to that question no one else no one has come close to answering it like that, that no, was, one's, uh, no
1: one's no one's going to come close to that one
0: that was beautiful i loved it uh, give yourself basically the grace to be okay with not being successful each and every day that takes the pressure off and it allows you to be successful because of that i love that yeah that's like one of those little mind pom it's a mind bomb there we go another bomb all right Well, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an amazing, amazing journey uh, tonight with Jeff Mendelsohn. I appreciate you, my brother. And I look forward to being on your podcast because I know I'm going to pass whatever filter you got, brother. Bring it. Just bring it. And we're going to have some more fun uh, when that time comes. But until next week on our next episode, until then, everyone, please, please, please be blessed and go out there and crush it and serve and change somebody else's life for the better until the next time we meet everyone have a great great evening and we'll see you again soon thank you once again jeff take care
1: yeah. have a good night
0: thank you for tuning in to the mind body business show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com